Welcome to this podcast that is all about funding. From grants to crowdfunding, I will be answering questions and providing tips and advice on how to best move forward in securing grants and funding for your nonprofit, research, or business. My name is Holly Rustic, and I'm creator of WeGo Consulting and Amazon best-selling author for wish-granted tips, tools, and templates to write a winning grant. Want to get more grant writing and funding resources, books, and online courses? Visit www.grantwritingandfunding.com or wegogrants.com. Check out our free templates. Or if you have any grant writing or funding questions, you can always send me an email at hollywego at gmail.com. That's H-O-L-L-Y-W-E-G-O at gmail.com. I'm excited to hear from you and to try my best to answer any questions so that you can increase your funding and impact your community and the world at large. So let's get started because money can be crazy. Hey, makers! I'm super excited about today's episode. It is with... Miss Leone Williams Rohr. She is absolutely amazing. I've known her for a number of years and she's the executive director of Parents Empowering Parents of Children with Disabilities. And she also has two businesses she runs. All right, she has one called Crafting My Powerful Life. And then she also has Life Crafting Consultancy. And that's where she really focuses on helping moms, you know, one-on-one in mastermind groups and in small groups and that sort of thing. Um, just to really advocate for their children with disabilities and to give them tools and resources. So she is absolutely amazing. Um, the other thing is too, she has 11 children. Like this lady is just, man, it's awesome. I accidentally in the interview was like 10 and she's like, no 11. I was like, oh my gosh, 11. <laughs> so awesome. Um, but anyways, she is great. What I love about her too is that she is able to manage being an executive director having companies and being an amazing mother two of her children have autism and that's what really inspired her to start she's one of the founders of parents empowering parents of children with disabilities and you know it's just it's so amazing to see okay how does she do it so if this lady can do it we can absolutely do it and she shows us how she does it And one of the major things that she uses as a strategy to making things happen is that she is the queen of mind mapping. Now, if you've never heard of that term before, you're definitely going to know what it is by the end of this show. Um, She talks about it and she also has a free downloadable and that will be linked on the website grantwritingandfunding.com. You can go to episode 34 and there will be a link for that as well as show notes for all the different places that you can find Leon and everything that she's doing. She's super inspirational. Uh, Just one thing real quick is the audio from my side for some reason, it's not that good. So I do apologize, but she does most of the talking. So that's a great thing. And she gives a lot of information. And if you want to catch the video, it's also on YouTube on Grant Writing and Funding channel. Without further ado, here is Leon Rohr and please enjoy. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining me today, Leon. And um, yeah, welcome to the show. Awesome. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Holly. This is great. I'm excited and I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So yeah, so I just wanted to, I've actually known Leo, we've known each other for a number of years now, and we're actually in little mastermind groups together, and I shouldn't say yes. little, they're quite like intense yes. and amazing. Um, but it's just been really cool to see 
Parents Empowering Parents, um, you know, PEP as it's referred to as PEP as a nonprofit, really grow. I mean, just out of a tiny little office and just to really <laughs> impact so many people. And you Absolutely. were one of the founders of this nonprofit. So if you would just mind kind of sharing the background a little bit of that nonprofit and how it came to be. Absolutely. I tell you, um, PEP started in the trunk of my car um, five years ago. 2013 and we are now gosh running about I would probably say we're probably close to a quarter of a million if not more and that is mostly money that we raised we have a small little bit of contract money we have written several mini grants I do a lot of work with getting people to sponsor events and so we're going to talk a little bit more about that as we go along but PEP was started out of a need, you know, myself and six other moms and a grand and one grandmother, we decided that we had enough. <laughs> we needed to make things better and we were willing to do the work. And that's really what it boils down to. So we did, we started with absolutely nothing. I think we each put in 50 bucks or something like that and um, opened up a bank account, did all our paperwork and just started training parents in the special, the special education process, their rights and responsibilities. We, we, we trained ourselves. We, we, we um, learned the information ourselves, and then we turned around and taught it to anybody that we could sit across the table from. We did it in coffee shops. We did it in, in windshields, you know, in donut shops. Mm -hmm. I remember meeting people and moms in different places, and then we started going to their meetings and supporting and advocating for them. Uh, and it just kept growing to where we became uh, the people that they would call on, you know, mm -hmm. call Pep, call Leon, call Carol. We became, by our work, by our integrity, by showing up, mm -hmm. we became the go-to in disabilities and parents' rights, advocacy, training. So we trained parents of children with disabilities, we train the professionals who have anything to do with children with disabilities and youth with disabilities up to 26 years of age. Mm -hmm. We do trainings, we do workshops, we invite in people to do trainings and workshops, and we have an annual island-wide conference on disabilities that we do every year, which will encompass a topic that is the greatest need that we find for that year on the island. And we bring people in, we make a full, a full day conference of it and train. And we are all about empowering. That's why we're parents, empowering parents. Whenever we take a parent and we train them, we give them knowledge, but to go further past that knowledge to where you help them apply that knowledge, that's where the empowerment comes in. Mm -hmm. It's not just the knowledge, it's helping them cross that bridge from just having knowledge to being courageous enough to speak up for their children. That's advocacy. And that's where empowerment comes from. That's amazing. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah, it, it's really impressive. And just to say, like, you started out of the trunk of a car, like, you yeah, know, meeting in coffee us. shops. Yeah. Yep. And, and I think that's where a lot of nonprofits do start is it's very grassroots. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's, they see a need, there's a need, and it's usually a direct uh, impact on their lives or their family, yes, right? Absolutely. So then that's why they're passionate about it. And that's what happened with you guys. But I love that you guys basic, I mean, you all became experts in this field. Like you've done all these trainings so you can turn around and then you can be the trainer 
And yeah. I think that's so important. Um, and so you have the annual conference, but you still meet one-on-one -on -one with people. Um, but about how many people come to the annual conference now? The conference, um, we are on, I think we're on year four, I want to say. Mm -hmm. um, we did the very first one. We brought out a speaker because we felt as she was a, a specialist on behaviors and all that. So we mm -hmm. try to really focus on the need. Yeah. Um, we, I, believe, I think we ended up with 160 people at that one. Nice. Um, so about 100. I think this one we had about 60 or so. Um, it depends a lot on what we're competing with time-wise on that Saturday as school's getting out, things yeah. like that. Yeah. But we just focus on reaching the parent. It's mm -hmm. okay. And also a very big um, piece that you have to always remember and something that we keep reminding ourselves. So now we're looking more into what we can do. We're going to start recording our trainings and making them mm -hmm. into courses so that the, and, and broken down into small pieces so that the parents who can't come out because mm -hmm. that's the hard part when you have children with disabilities you know i have two boys with autism mm -hmm. um it's not that easy to go out and go to an all-day thing it's not that easy to get out and find right. someone to be the sitter and all that so trying to be more mindful of that and you know not just mm -hmm. looking at okay so how can we get them in the room how can we take the information to them oh, that's and that's great. that's the steps we're working on actually this summer we're working on that we also mm -hmm. have the i can to summer camp which mm -hmm. is it was an idea I got on the plane and I, I was on a trip and took my journal out and wrote it down and um, mine mapped it out that's what I do and mm -hmm. it's because so the name of the camp is I can too and it's a summer camp for children with distinct abilities and their siblings oh I and like that, that that's been on words yeah. yeah totally totally mm -hmm. and that's because you know when the, your children with who do not have a disability, they get to go to summer camp. There's plenty of choices for them. Mm -hmm. But what does a child with a disability get to do? And then having to split your family and send some out the door to go to summer camp and then your one or child is at home alone or something. So mm -hmm. I was trying to solve that problem in my own home, you know, in my yeah. life. And the solution to that was a camp that was inclusive. So we started it. We did it. And we're on... Um, created a whole program around it I, I do not have grants or anything for that so what I do is I write for mini grants I write for sponsorship and so that and we, and we do charge a small fee a small amount we do it for one week we have a lot of volunteers come in it's mm -hmm. a big deal we have art science and all this good stuff for the kids to do and um, we just really it's grassroots we put it together and make it happen and um, give children a, a fun time Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And I, I love that you're doing that. And just the other thing too, how you had mentioned just to start up a nonprofit for those who may be watching or listening to this that are like, I really want to start one. I have a, I have a need too, and I have a passion. Um, but you, you brought together a board of people that actually had the same interest or the same needs, right? You said you had, they had other, their parents that also have children with disabilities, a grandma and you had everyone pitch in because a lot of times it's, you know, it's about $800 or whatnot for to actually file Correct. for your 501c3. So Correct. people get kind of like held back, even if they do their bylaws and articles by themselves and they try to do, you know, instead of hiring a lawyer for a couple thousand to do that, yes. they want to do it. But then they still, they, they have to, there's no way to get around this. Most consultants who write 501c3s and stuff, they still say, we're not going to pay for the fee, the filing fee. So they have to come up with that money. So I love yes. that solution that you had. It's, let's yes. just pitch in. 
Um, so that was a great thing. And now you guys are doing conferences, summer camps, like it's just, it's really helping people. And the other thing I know you guys do too, is you translate materials into other languages that are relevant to the area that you're in. And that's Correct. important too, because that's a marginalized, that's a marginalized population who may have children with disabilities and they don't, they're, you know, the primary language may not be English. Correct. So, Especially. In yeah, Guam. absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, in the beginning, one of the things we did, cause we brought out, um, the speaker from the States to do the first conference. And let me tell you that people still stop me in a grocery store and talk about that conference. So these, wow. these things you think, you know, we have our, our little tagline that we use that one person can make a difference. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. um, a bunch of moms can make a difference. Mm -hmm. And we did, we put our money on the table and we did the first step. We got our local 501c3. Mm -hmm. And then we, 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 um, we did a 5k. I put together a 5k. <laughs> if I even knew what I was doing, right. <laughs> we were like, okay, we got to raise money. We got to pay for the speaker and we got to bring her in. And so we put together a 5k in a matter of six weeks. Wow. And 500 some people showed up, you That's know, amazing. amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember that day, I mean, it was a Sunday. So we did a, a sunset 5k nice. because it's too hard to get your kids out in the morning. You know, yeah. 5k's are five in the morning. It's like disability kids, get them out of five in the morning. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So I was like, okay, we're going to do a sunset 5k. So we kind of started the sunset 5k trend in Guam there. Mm -hmm. And so we do them on Sunday evening. Then it's a sunset and you come out and people were thanking us for doing it. Oh, that's because so they nice. had something to come to that was about them. Right. It was right. amazing. And I remember that day was pouring rain. We we're up to our ankles in rain and the poor Zumba ladies out there trying to do Zumba. <laughs> and you know, people were just standing around so calmly waiting for the rain. There was wow. no complaint. It was such an air of amazingness in the air there. And 500 and some people, I remember looking up and I thought, oh my gosh, where did all these people come from? Because it was six weeks of get it done. Yeah. But you know, we did it and we mm -hmm. made money. And then we had that $800 to put down on our federal 501c3. Mm -hmm. And it's just step by step like that. But it really, it really is a work, a work of the heart. But yeah. we also put in a lot of muscle power too. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I, this is kind of how I, yeah, this segue is actually really good into this because one of the reasons too, I really wanted to bring you on the show. I mean, you've done amazing work as an executive director, as, as a person in business um, that serves people with disabilities and moms of children with disabilities. But the other thing is how you do it. Like you've been able to do these fundraisers in six weeks. Like that's amazing like for 5k and grants. Like I've worked with you on grants. I've seen you yes. put things together and you have this special skill and you even do this in your life like it's amazing yes. of mind mapping and this is what yes. I really want to share with the people out there is this is a system that you guys can use to write grants to plan crowdfunding to do fundraisers and you are the expert the myth specialist guru okay. of mind mapping so if you could just take some it. time and and just you know yes. uh, show us how you do this and you know how absolutely absolutely um I absolutely love mind mapping. I learned mind mapping when I went to a training for disabilities. Nice. I went to a week long, intense um, college level training on person centered planning. Mm -hmm. 
that was brought out to Guam by the USED, the University Center for Excellence in Disabilities and Developmental Disabilities. Mm -hmm. So somebody didn't take the seat, so they called me. So I came and I, I took it and I was beside myself with excitement. Mm -hmm. This person-centered planning strategies, and I still teach it to this day. That's one of the trainings I do because I became certified by doing that course. Mm -hmm. I absolutely loved it. When they showed the mind mapping, they showed us specific strategies to use to plan someone's life for them. Mm -hmm. And by mapping it out, you can then get it all the way down to what do I need to do today? Right. And yeah. that's what I love. So mind mapping is, it's literally how our brain works. Our brain does not work in linear form. One, two, three, four, five. Our brain works in spurts like that. So just think of these going off like that, these synapses. I don't know if you can see this. Yeah. yeah. But this is a little mind map here that I use in my workshops, in my other business. And basically you're going to take, and I use big old pieces of paper on the wall. I use pieces of paper like this, blank paper, lots of blank paper. I buy reams <laughs> of paper and I just walk around with stacks of it. Mm -hmm. And I talk to people and I mind map things out and I clarify things by using the mind map. So mind mapping helps you to focus. It helps you to solve problems. You can use it to generate ideas, break down tasks into the, the what do I need to do today to make this overall thing happen? You got to break it down to, okay, today I need to do this. It's very productive. It's very effective. So you start with that center circle right there. You just put a circle in the middle of your page. And that's why I use a blank page. This happens to be an actual printable that I created for my workshops. Mm -hmm. And I will be giving this to Holly so you can get Yay. this for yourself. Yeah, you guys but go to um, the website. We'll have a link for it. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have the center circle. And then what I'm going to put in the center would be, let's say I'm writing a grant for summer camp. Mm -hmm. I want to put on a summer camp. So I'm going to put summer camp in my middle circle over here. I'm going to put 20 kids. That's mm -hmm. what I want. I want to serve 20 kids in that summer camp. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put one week. I'm going to put place. I need mm -hmm. a place, a venue. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put funding. So each one of these circles. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to break that down. 20 kids, 20 kids from where? Right. Ooh, I'm going to talk to schools. I'm going to talk to, I'm going to promote it on the radio. I'm going to put it in a newspaper. I'm going to talk to churches. So now I am brainstorming on where am I going to find 20 kids? So from that circle, then you would start branching out to branching those other out things. Like a, yeah. Kind of think of like uh, spokes in a wheel. So you have this right. circle, one the center circle, summer camp. It goes out your first mm -hmm. wheel or your first circle would be, I want 20 kids. Mm -hmm. Or you can put kids and you can put 20 you mm -hmm. can put schools, churches, um, wherever you're going to look for, mm -hmm. promote to, um, to engage and find the children that you want, children with dis distinct abilities and their siblings. It's going to be a camp that can have the child with a disability and their brothers and sisters come right. to the same camp. So all ages, you, that's what you're thinking. And then let's say we go to, uh, so you have that one. And then mm -hmm. you broke down and you said, where are you going to find these? And then let's say I put church, church, mm -hmm. then I can keep going with my lines and circles. Okay. Name some churches, put down right. five or 10 churches that you're going to, and you just keep going and going. That's why you like the big pieces of paper on the wall. Yeah. And then yeah. even take this one circle over here 
-hmm. and start a whole new page on that one, which mm -hmm. would be breaking down where I'm going to find the 20 kids. And then mm -hmm. it can go all the way to, okay, we're going to put out flyers. We're going to get on Facebook. We're going to mm -hmm. put it on Instagram. We're going to, okay. And that's mm -hmm. how you break down exactly. And then you say, okay, so this week, what do we need to do? Oh, we need to find the venue. So you mm -hmm. go over here and you do venue. Okay. Mm -hmm. How are we going to find a place that will fit 20 kids plus at least 10 to 12 to 15 volunteers? Because mm -hmm. you might have to have two to one or three to one if you have children with disabilities and how it depends on how severe the disability is, how much attention and time and hands-on work that child will need so that that child will be safe. Right. So mm -hmm. then you start breaking that down. Okay. A venue which will need to have maybe 40 people mm -hmm. by the time you really mapped it all out. So then you, you, you start mapping that out. Okay. 20 kids, 12 volunteers, and you start putting line circle line. You can put circles or at least put the line and put the information. Okay. I right. will need 20 of, of participants. I will need 15 volunteers and that will include your, your, your staff doing the registration and the table and the snacks and all that stuff. And you break that down. What has to happen to make venue happen? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what those lines are going to represent. Next one, funding. Let's talk about funding. <laughs> we want to put on a summer camp. We want to offer our summer camp to foster kids, children in shelters, children in um, child protective services, wards of the state. We, uh, we serve that community, those communities. Mm -hmm. So therefore, now I got to figure out how I'm going to pay for those kids to come. Right. I don't have a grant. I mm -hmm. have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. So I can write solicitation letters for sponsorship, mm -hmm. sponsor a child. Mm -hmm. I don't just say, I, I, I write mini grants to sponsor the camp because I want to pay for the snacks. I want to put yeah. down some money to pay for the, the electricity and the air conditioning. Even if I, I talk to a church, it's so over here venue, mm -hmm. I will put church hall, mm -hmm. uh, Legion hall, mm -hmm. Rotary club hall. You see what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. You want to be thinking where I'm going to have that. And you put down ideas, you brainstorm it and you just keep writing. As mm -hmm. you start brainstorming and mind mapping, mm -hmm. you will get other ideas and it'll start coming. It'll start opening up. And if you do this with a couple of other people, it mm -hmm. really starts to rock. Right. So when you're up here in funding, mm -hmm. you can do, okay, solicitation letters, sponsor a child, um, write mini grant. Okay. You think in your community, okay, what's, what mini grants are coming up? What's available? Um, solicitation letters to banks, um, Rotary Club. You start writing and, and, and breaking it down and putting your ideas on paper. Right. And I like that because you can even break it down. So you say, who do I know at that bank? Yes. People that you contact or, you know, what data are you going to contact them by? Who's responsible for contacting them? So then nothing gets left behind. And I love how you kind of, if you do your other pieces first and then come to the financials instead of going backwards and how can we make this work kind of a thing. Right. Sometimes you have to do that if the grant's like, it's only going to pay 5,000 you say, okay. But even if you start with the other way first and you say, okay, we're going to serve 20 kids, but we need 40 people. And then you find out this hall is going to, you know, they might donate it to us but they might charge a small fee for the utilities, right. Power, the snacks are going to cost. Yeah. So then you really understand, well, this is what it's actually going to cost, exactly. you know, and then you can write a really good budget instead of trying to do it the opposite way. Um, exactly. Or you, you can say, and I like you saying, 
you know, sponsor a child, but all those costs should be included for the child's In the cost. child's cost, exactly. Yeah. It shouldn't just be like, okay, we'll charge $25 per kid. And it's like, well, um, you know, for our, our corporations to ask them to sponsor $25 a kid, well, that's not going to be enough. You know, right. you might want to have that minimal fee to the person, you know, to the right. beneficiary, but not to the corporate or the, the grant or the sponsor. You want to encapsulate all those costs, including your time. Otherwise, it's not going to pay for it. You know, you really need to know right. what your true costs are. So exactly. this is amazing. So, yeah. So, sorry. Please go on. <laughs> no, I love this, absolutely. So. And um, I love that because we just tied it in. Okay. So came from an idea. My heart hurt that my kid could not go to a summer camp mm -hmm. with the, his siblings. Okay. So what are you going to do about that, Leon? Okay. I'm going to do my own summer camp. That's so right. then you, <laughs> idea and you write it down. And I've, I literally, I mind mapped that summer camp yeah. and I put down the ideas. I want him to have art. I want him to have history. I want him to have science. I want him to play outside. It has to be a safe environment away from the road. And I wrote it all down. And then I took that and then, okay, so now how do I make that happen? And right. then I map that. Okay, I need to have funding. I need mm -hmm. to, how many kids do I want there? Where am I going to get my volunteers from? All of this. Mm -hmm. Our parents have to trust you. It was amazing. It was amazing. How much, you know, people, it worked. It worked. Mm -hmm. And then you take your mind map when it's time now. You got your funding. You've got <laughs> some people sponsoring. It works, folks. Mm -hmm. and you're going to take that and like Holly's saying there, now you're going to make a spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. These are the tasks. Who's responsible for each task? Mm -hmm. When do you want it done? Timeline. And what is it going to take? Okay. Who's going to write those solicitation letters and who are they going out to? You put that all down. Yeah. Who's responsible? Each business. Mm -hmm. When did I mail it out or email it out? Who's the contact? Did I get a response? Spreadsheet it. Yep right in front of you. Same thing here. When I make a mind map, I have a little system that I use for action. I put an empty box next to it. That empty box is my checkbox. That means that's action that needs to be taken. If I put boxes on a, items on my list on my mind map, mm -hmm. that means the action step that goes on the spreadsheet. That means it needs to get done. It has to have somebody nice. responsible. It has to have a deadline. It has to have a checkoff that is done and a follow-up. Mm -hmm. And that's how you put together an amazing project with minimal money and it's successful. That's, a, that's, that's great. And you can just translate that information into your solicitation letter. So after mm -hmm. you do your mind map, you do your task order, then you realize you are clear then about what you need to have done, how exactly. much money you need, how it's going to impact, how many people it's going to impact. And you can put together a solicitation letter that makes sense instead of just fund my summer camp and you don't right. have the number of children or how much it's really going to cost and it doesn't look realistic. A lot of people, that's what a lot of nonprofits do is they don't take the time to plan. And, right. but the thing is, yes, it takes time to plan, but honestly, if you do this system and I have seen you implement this time and time and time again, it works and you get the money, you're prepared, you actually save money, run, yeah. you know, in time, you save a lot of time running around with your head cut off and then you mitigate any issues that will come up because right. you were not prepared. 
So right. you are prepared and the summer camp goes off seamlessly. Like, you know what I mean? It, yeah. it just is amazing. But if you were right not down to the prepared, scissors and glue. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But if, if you weren't prepared, like it's, yeah. oh my gosh, we don't have enough volunteers. There's too many kids. We didn't yeah. really understand ratios, whatever. Right? right. It can go like that. It can get really bad, but this will mitigate those challenges. And it actually saves you time, right? right. When you put that time in up front. It saves you time exactly. and it gives you the ability to get more funding for your project. Right. So, and that is so right. That's exactly what we put in the grant because we knew how many kids we want. We even knew what subjects we we're going to teach them. We mm -hmm. knew that we were going to pull teachers and, and, and um, creative artist people from the community. We reached out to them with letters. We had them sign off commitment letters. It was all, and we did this in a coffee shop nice in an afternoon <laughs> yeah it doesn't need to computers and it just started to flow even the name i can too that came from one of the other gals that were that was jumping in there and helping she's like i can too we're gonna call it i can too and the distinct so cool. abilities that was just that's the word i came up with like no we, we need to come up with a word that's gonna say these kids are awesome yes yeah where we got it from and you know it's a program now and it's yeah. a program that I am now bringing to St. Croix Virgin Islands. So in 2019, we're going to do I Can Too summer camp mm -hmm. right here in the Virgin Islands. And it's just going to keep going from there because we created a program that started with that mind map, with that concept of putting everything in my brain down on paper. That's and that's amazing. how it goes. It so works. yeah, so folks, if you guys want to have that, there'll definitely be a link on the website, grantwritingandfunding.com. And I'll also give you links to Leon's website. Uh, now I kind of want to transition into, so Leon, she's executive director of Parents Empowering Parents. Um, she also has her own business. So you have your own business, uh, Crafting yes. My Powerful Life. And yes. you have been, you've had this for 10 years. You've done amazing work. Um, can you just talk about your business a little bit? Because I think it just, it ties into your profession so seamlessly and it's just, it's really benefited so many people, including myself. So yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Um, Crafting My Powerful Life started again from the heart. It was, even the words, I was re I, I read Michael, uh, Michael Hyatt's book, Platform. Mm -hmm. I read a um, hundred dollar. What's his name? Oh, how to start a business at a hundred dollars or something like that. I can't remember. It'll come to me. Mm -hmm. um, the other lady barefoot executive. So I've read all three of those books as I was trying to develop what I really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I'm going to say is it took me time, but I also gave myself time to mm -hmm. develop what I really wanted to do with my business. I wanted to reach moms. Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk to moms that were hurting, that were tired, that didn't have any time, couldn't figure out when, how they would get the things done that they needed to get done. I wanted to reach those moms. Mm -hmm. I wanted to reach the disability moms who were crying themselves to sleep at night because you, you just couldn't figure out what to do, how to do it. Well, how am I going to learn all this stuff I need to learn? Mm -hmm. And I wanted them to to, to know that they were not alone. Yeah. And my tagline now is ladies life is hard enough. Let's quit trying to do it alone. But it is mm -hmm. so, so true that you feel like it's just you, but it's not just you that's dealing with all of this. Mm -hmm. So crafting my powerful life is about reaching, teaching, inspiring and empowering moms around the world to live in their greatness. Because mm -hmm. when we do that, then we are capable and ready and courageous enough to do what we need to do for our kids because we are going to be lifelong advocates for our kids 
And the stronger mm-hmm. we get, the more courageous we become, mm-hmm. the better and the example we set. But Craft My Powerful Life came out of, even the name came from me changing myself, mm-hmm. building, creating, crafting myself, crafting. I wanted a word that meant constantly moving, improving, growing. That's, that's what I wanted. And that's why I said crafting my powerful life. So when a mom read that, not crafting your powerful life, I wanted you to read crafting my powerful life. So you realize that I was talking to you mm-hmm. and that each and every one of us need to craft, create, design, take responsibility for our lives mm-hmm. because that's where it all starts. And that's where things get good. Yeah, I like but, that how you make it personalized, you know, like it's, it's crafting my life. So yeah. it's not like looking out. And um, you were, you're a mom with two children with disabilities. And I have to mention that you actually have 10 children. So you have I have 11. 11. I'm sorry, 11. <laughs> I just like, maybe I heard 10 and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even deal. And then yeah. 11. <laughs> I definitely have 11 kids, two with autism, changed my life made me who I am today much stronger, more powerful, more courageous person. And I tell you where this came from. It came from having to advocate for my second son with disabilities because I just couldn't handle, okay, handle another one, a second one. It was just so intense. Really? Me? I got I, me. You, you, did you really mean me? You know, were you talking to me, Lord? I mean, really? Um, can I handle this? Do I have what it takes? But yes, I did. And yes, I do. And that's what I want moms to understand is that we do, but we have to do it in a certain way so that we don't wear deplete ourselves. And that's hard. Mm-hmm. That's hard. I did it wrong for a long time, but I'm learning every single day. And it's a lot of personal development. So I teach personal development, leadership development, empowering, you know, self-empowerment and straight up life planning. How do we get organized? How do we juggle all of this? How do we get up in the morning, get up, you know, do what we have to do and, and do it well, mm-hmm. do it with, without losing our minds. It took me decades to get to this point but you know what it can be done and one thing I learned is you got to put yourself in the middle circle and do yourself first mm-hmm. so then we have energy time and enthusiasm to work with family and then after that you go into the community and that's something I teach on my workshop it's self family then community get that alignment straight so that you don't do it backwards because it'll we, we're going to be the ones to pay. Um, but yeah, that's where that all started because I, I, um, when I had to start advocating for that second child because he didn't speak until he was seven years old, it'll change you because um, it will change you. And I remember thinking, you know what? These two boys with autism, if they can live in their bodies every day, who am I to complain? I better get on with it. And that's what Crafting My Powerful Life is about, getting on with it um, and setting that example and getting it done. And um, that's, where, that's, where, that's where it began. I just, I just love that. I mean, you're just such a role model for women everywhere because, you know, a lot of women out there, they may have children with disability or a child with a disability and, 
but I mean, you have, and, and any, you know, you can't really compare, but at the same time, you have 11 children, two with disabilities, yeah. you're an executive director and you're running your business. And, you know, it's, it's amazing. And you have time, you have time to have a quality life. And because you go back to the system, you go back to that mind mapping, you have a system in place that has empowered your life. And I just think you're an amazing teacher. And, you know, um, so if people out there are really struggling, I just highly recommend to contact Leon and just say, Hey, I I need your help. And you know, and and that's what you do. You help women who are in that place. And I know that you have always said, you know, sitting across a coffee shop, sitting over Skype with people like, you know, I just want to connect. I want to help. I have, you know, you have systems in place already for these people. So there's definitely a light at the end of the tunnel for some of you out there. And Leon is, is that light. So I just want to um, thank you so much, but I also want to go ahead and just talk about, you do have a new product coming out soon yes. this summer. So can you just share that with us? Cause I'm sure people are interested in what you're, what you're working on. Absolutely. Um, the uh, physical product that I'm coming out with is um, an inspirational journal. That's going to be my step one. And then I also am coming out with a life planning journal, but the inspirational journal is exactly that. Uh, just uh, cause I teach the power morning, which is, take that hour in the morning by yourself. Mm. And that's on my, my, my website, craftingmypowerfullife.com. But we have to start being more careful and more diligent about taking care of us. Because when we start doing that, then we can turn around and take care of others. When we're dragging, we're tired, we're just at the end of our wits is because we haven't been taking time for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell myself that every single day. But that life plan, that the inspirational journal, that's the first one I'm going to be coming out with. And that's going to be, there's inspiration in between, but also the, the lines, just so you can start getting in the habit of writing. Mm-hmm. What you write down is what you will get. I don't write, oh, it was a beautiful day today and the sun was shining. No, I'm writing down my dreams, my goals, mm-hmm. and my desires on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I write down what I want my life to look like, what I want out of life, what I want in my life for my children. I write down my goals, dreams, and desires, and I mind map it every day. Because I'm notifying my subconscious mind exactly what it's supposed to be doing for me because it's waiting for instruction. So I make sure I give it instruction every single day. <laughs> and it's working. It's, it's you're working. listening. Yeah, the subconscious yeah. is definitely listening because I see it's just a great and, manifestation in your life. Yep, yeah. Problem solving for me. It's like, look, this is what's going on. You mm-hmm. know, if you have an issue, a problem, a concern, put it in that middle circle and then you start writing, okay, how am I going to deal with this? Yeah. Write the word D-E-A-L on the top of the page, deal. Nice. What am I going to do about this? And you let your mind start giving you answers. Your subconscious mind is designed for that, to solve problems mm. for you, not for carrying around your grocery list. Write the grocery list on paper. Mm-hmm. Keep your mind clear for solving problems and coming up with creative ideas for you. That's what it's for for getting you your dreams and goals and showing you what you want. But you have to notify it first by writing things down. That's why I love journaling and that's why I teach journaling. And it's not the same kind of journaling that most people think. Um, Other than that, I have a Crafting My Powerful Life for Success program, which I just started. It's an eight-week program. Um, I'm doing it locally in the Virgin Islands, but it will become a course so that moms can go through it on their own time Mm-hmm. And it'll be online. Um, next would be a life planning journal just for 
for moms, same thing. How do you fit those things in? When do we do our power morning? When do we fit in time for ourselves? And mapping out week by week. Plan your week. I start by planning the year. Mm-hmm. Plan the quarters. Break it down to the month. Break it down to the week. What am I supposed to be doing tomorrow? Nice. And that's how you get through life and accomplish big things oh, without amazing. going crazy. Doing yeah, I mean, if you can do it, I like yeah. people just step up. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely I view some of these systems like I was saying, and um, it, it has transformed my life completely. Doing that morning, you know, routine and just keeping on track with my weekly. What am I supposed to be doing this week? And reflecting on that. And these are things that will help you in every area of your life, not just your nonprofit, but also in your family life and, you know, the dreams and desires you have, like, it's just, it's quite amazing. So where can people find you then online? Um, Absolutely. Um, My, you can find me at, my email is masterlifecrafter Mm -hmm. at Mm gmail.com. And my website is Mm craftingmypowerfullife.com. My local business in the Virgin Islands is life craftercconsulting.com and of course holly will put this all in the yeah notes. have all the links yep online yep. we'll have it on the website um, <laughs> but i would love to hear from you um again one you're also on facebook I'm, instagram yes, right facebook. yeah so where can people find you powerfullife.com on mm-hmm. facebook instagram leon underscore life crafter nice um yeah definitely look for me holler at me shout at me i have printables and stuff on my website and i'm going to be shooting some more to back up what we're doing with holly today but i definitely would love to meet you sitting across the table in a coffee shop around the world i love coffee (laughs) (laughs) it's amazing it's what it represents i used to live in europe and it represents to me Mm -hmm. taking time yeah taking time to sit down with someone and have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and have a conversation. Mm -hmm. That's my dream. Have a conversation. Take the time, ladies. It is a beautiful thing. Mm. Sit down and have a conversation. We don't do that enough. No. I want to go back to that. Yeah. That's the dream. Amazing. Well, thank you so much again for coming on grant writing and funding. Um, we're just super excited to have you. And you know, this is just a lot of great content for people. And once again, you guys out there, um, you can, Go to the website, grantwritingandfunding.com, and I will have all of the links um, under 034 podcast episode, and it'll have a link to a downloadable mind map that Leon has created. So that is great. You guys will be able to see and start practicing what you're doing, and please give us some feedback. So thank you so much again. We look forward to having you on the show another time as well. Thank you. See you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to today's show. As always, please feel free to send me an email if you have any grant writing or funding questions to hollywego at gmail.com. If you enjoy listening to the grant writing and funding podcast, then I would love to ask you a favor. Please leave a review on iTunes or SoundCloud. Thanks again for listening and go get funded.